my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And guess what? We have a wonderful guest today. She is going to talk to us about the afterlife. Her name is Terry N. Russell. I'm holding her book right here. It's called From Death to Life. She's going to share a very, you know, touching story with us about her son, Anthony. Um, it's the incredible true story of Anthony Joseph. And she's here today to talk about um, his death and his connection with her after his death. But before I bring her on, um, I've been doing something new on the show. And um, we've been talking about the state of humanity. And um, so today I pulled up a few things because what I've been seeing in the news lately is uh, a lot of rioting and a lot of looting. So I kind of checked it out for myself to see what was going on. And I wanted to bring this up and share this with the audience. You know, um, these are a few things I pulled. The first thing was uh, Chicago looting update. Businesses will still boarded up one week after looters ransacked River North. Meg Mile Loop. And it says here, one week after looting and unrest, many Chicago businesses are still boarded up and their owners are trying to decide what to do next. Nearly every business along the stretch of State Street from Kinsey to Illinois and River North still had its windows and doors boarded up Monday. Some said that depending on the type of glass used, it can take several weeks for replacement. Now, it just says, it goes on to say that um, there was a cigar shop that uh, had just opened up again after looters ransacked the family owned business. And the gentleman says, we've lost a lot of business. We've been closed for so many days. Um, he runs his, uh, Maha, Mara runs his business along with his brother, Neil. And then they've been in the neighborhood for 20 years and they've been wiped out twice. So that's just some really crazy stuff that's going on. People's businesses are being destroyed. Here's another one, seven more charged in connection with recent looting. Now, this is also in Chicago. Um, this is from the Chicago Times. And um, this talks about um, seven people were in court Monday facing felony charges in connection with looting spree that ravaged downtown and surrounding neighborhoods last week. And uh, Tashia Rochon, 22, was charged with burglary, burglary and looting after she allegedly posted live stream Facebook and YouTube videos of herself stealing two Canadian goose jackets from Nordstrom's and multiple pairs of sunglasses from Sunglass Hut on August 10th. So it goes on. Uh, it, it talks all about the people who are looting. Then you go to Seattle and Seattle police release body cams showing officers being injured by explosives during riots. They're shooting explosives at the police department now. So this is going on. I, I, it's beyond me. Um, here's another one. Riot declared in Portland. A statement on the police bureau's website indicated that further details concerning the number of arrests and charges would come in a later update, but noted that several people had been arrested. But it goes on to say that police said that two Portland officers were treated for injuries sustained when they were hit 
by thrown objects, including one that was allegedly thrown by an individual in a crowd of people wearing press badges or other articles of clothing, identifying themselves as members of the press. You know, this is going on across the country. I want people to be aware. You know, if you don't live in the big city, you don't realize what's happening right now. But things are getting out of control. And I just want to say that the state of humanity right now is not looking so good. So let's be aware of what's happening. Let's see what we can do to change this. All right. Now we're going to talk to a wonderful lady. Her name is Terry Ann Russell. Let me give you a little information about Terry before I bring her on. She has always had a connection with the spirit world, but fought her true calling for many years while living a life that was not her. She says she was raised in a small town in New Jersey until her youngest daughter was born with a life-threatening illness. Her life shifted then and though uh, through the healing and growth that was needed to help her daughter heal, she discovered her true calling in energy healing. This experience solidified the need for her to continue the path of learning all that she could about energy healing and being a medium. Now she spent many more years studying with mentors and mediating or meditating to enhance her gifts and understanding them better. Now, currently she's the owner and founder of Sassy Soul Energy Healing. I really like that. In Sedona, Arizona, she was guided to the area while meditating on a hiking trip to the famous airport Mesa Trail. She soon found herself guided to the Sedona Soul Sisters, an organization of gifted professional psychics who welcome her home with open arms and with whom she is now associated as a member of the staff. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity, Terry. Terry, Thank Ann. you so much, Nancy, for having me today. I'm oh, so excited to be here. I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm just going to ask you to tell us your story. What happened here? I mean, what? tell us the story of Anthony and yourself and, and what happened. It was very sudden. Um, we had just gone to Vegas for a week um, as a family. It was his 27th birthday. My husband and I were renewing our vows, our whole family. Oh, my wow. sons are in their 20s, so they were actually all able to get off of work and we could all be together. Um, and we spent a week together and he showed no signs of illness or sickness. He was happy, you know, go lucky. And about uh, three weeks later, I was guided again to go visit him in Flagstaff, which is about an hour Right. From me. right. And he's like, why are you here again? And I'm like, I don't know. I just had this urge to come up and see you. Um, so that was a Friday, Tuesday in the middle of the night, we get a officer knocking at our door um, to tell me that Anthony had passed. And I was in complete shock. I was screaming. And even now it brings up oh, emotions in my body. Right. Um, it was the most difficult thing I've gone through. Right. What, um, so he had no illness. What happened? Do they know why he passed or what, what the situation they do. was? Mm-hmm. Do they or? No, not at all. They okay. did an autopsy. Um, he okay. actually passed with a condition similar to what my daughter was born with. Oh, um, my daughter was born with a blocked intestine and she had four surgeries and she bled internally for four years, oh, wow. three years. And they could not find it. They wouldn't go in. It was too risky. So that's how I turned to energy healing to begin my trek into energy healing. And she's four years hospital free now with no blood transfusions. So it was very similar to what now this his was his pancreas and um, his um, pancreas wrapped around his spleen and he actually bled to death. He actually did go to the doctor. He was vomiting and he had a fever. Um, He went to urgent care and they sent him home with a stomach bug diagnosis. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. Well, 
And it's been how long since he's passed? About a year or so? Yeah, just over a year. Okay. The cool thing about this situation is that you are a medium. And now I was I was curious about one thing I wanted to ask you. Had you ever worked with any of your other relatives before he passed? I've had grandparents that have come in and visited me. My husband, um, yeah. when we first started dating, his father had passed years before he was very young. And I, I had never met him. And, and his father came to me. Okay. And I described him and stuff like that. So, so yeah. it, it was natural, but to have my child, it was so unnatural. I bet. Now, how long, and it was unusual because usually, and the norm is because we only know what we deal with. It takes a few months before people come after they pass, but he came how quickly? Within hours. Oh, really? It was hours. Oh, wow. And what did he, he passed say? about 10 o'clock and at two o'clock in the morning, the officer was knocking on our door, explaining to us what happened. And you have to understand they're very literal and how they explain, mm. you know, how they tried to save his life. When they arrived, he was still alive, but they couldn't save okay. him. Okay. Um, and they're very literal. So for me, I sort of left my body at that time. It was so traumatic. I was in such shock and right. I could smell him. I could feel him. I could hear mm. him. And I did not want to do any of those things because if I was hearing him and feeling him, that meant that he was dead. And at that point, I was not believing that he was dead. You didn't want to accept it, which is normal no. you know, for a parent. And that's the whole thing, you know, and, and, and I've had different people on my show before. Um, I had Joe McQuillan and he talked about his son. And the thing is, when you have a child and I have children too, so I understand you think you're going to, you know, you expect your children to outlive you. You don't expect them to go before you. And I think I understand that shock. Um, my sister died and my parents had a really difficult time with it. And I, I know, you know, what it's like to be a parent and, and to, you know, experience something like that. Um, what I found really interesting is that you, how long after before he came in or did he tell you right away, you had a soul contract with him that this was going to happen? It, he told me pretty much right away. The first information he gave me was that he was okay. He was yelling at me and it was like, there was a glass wall separating. I was having a hard time, very difficult time hearing him. Right. But he was yelling at me and I can see him yelling and he wanted to get that message across that he was okay. okay. Um, so that was the first message. And then we talked about soul contracts pretty early on because I do past life regression as well. I understand the soul contract. Right. Um, he wanted me to know this wasn't malpractice. It wasn't a mistake. Um, the window, the door of opportunity was open for his soul to go through it. Um, he passed on a full moon lunar eclipse, very rare, oh, wow. um, but that door was open and he completed his mission in this lifetime. And so even though Anthony did not know, Anthony was not aware, his soul was aware. Right. Well, and I, you talk, he has a journal that you read and you talk a little bit in his journal, Al. He had been prepared in some ways with different visions that he had had where he saw himself walking through a door. And, you know, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, he, um, that was probably about four years before he passed and he was really interested in it. And that and one of his friends from high school committed suicide. It sort of shifted his life through that dream and that, that experience with his friend. Okay. Um, 
he had a, like a new lease on life. He knew where he was going and what he was doing. He had started to write his own book. He really was on that, that path of inner knowing and finding out who he was. Great. Well, and, um, you know, he, he was there with you and I want to talk about this because I know you're still grieving and it's a really difficult process and it is a process and it's different for everybody. But, um, he was there with you and he was trying to comfort you and bring you light. And I thought that was amazing. I've, you know, I'm in awe of his energy and how he's able to come in and protect me. Um, at that time I couldn't help myself. You know, I was so, deep in grief. In the book, I talk about David Hawkins and the map of consciousness and where grief is on the scale. It's very right, low. Right. And when it is very low like that, the dark attachments can come in. Yeah. And I want to talk about that when we come back from commercial break, because, um, you know, nobody talks about that type of thing that happens to people when they're grieving. And we're going to talk about those dark attachments and how to get rid of those things. Hey, you guys, I'm here today with Terri Ann Russell. Her book, if you're watching me on YouTube today, I'm holding it up. Okay, it's called From Death to Life. It's the incredible true story of Anthony Joseph. This is Nancy Yerrell. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to the show. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Terry Ann Russell. We're talking about death and we're talking about souls and we're talking about when people leave their bodies that they're not really gone. They're around. And, um, and we're talking about grief and the darkness, you know, the darkness surprised me because no one ever talks about that, Tarian. Talk about this. You were, and I want to understand this, so please explain this properly and then so the audience can know. You got to read her book, you guys, but in the book, you talk about you had committed suicide in another lifetime, correct? Yes. Talk about this. 
And I knew that intuitively. You did. You did know mm-hmm. that. God, that's scary. Talk yeah. about the darkness and talk if it's okay. I just, because nobody ever talks about Absolutely. it and how you overcame it. You know what I mean? I think it's one of the most important things to talk about besides his message in the book of hope. Um, Nobody talks about the darkness. You're absolutely correct. Um, People have lowered frequency, dark level attachments to them all the time. And sometimes they do manifest as alternate personalities Um, because I do what I do. And I know what I know. I was able to discern that that was not me speaking. I loved my son immensely and I knew suicide was not the way to be with him. I knew there was no guarantee that I would be with him if I took my life. Um, but they Karen, taunted me. They wanted the, me to do it. I know, yeah. but talk about, okay. So the reason they're able to attach themselves, Terrianne, is because your vibration lowers. Because you were in such grief, your vibration was low, and that's when they're able to come in. Is that right? Am I explaining yes. this properly to the audience? Yes, I want absolutely. people to understand because it's not that she's a dark person or did anything wrong. It's that her vibration, and I love how you how you have this in the book, and you mentioned it earlier, and you guys, you got to get this book and check it out, but she's got like a chart in here, and I wrote all this down, by the way, and it shows the different levels. Like if you're at a super low level, it's like fear and um, how does it go, Terry? And I'm looking for it right now because it's I fear. Just, Grief, yeah, apathy. Yeah, um, here it is. I've got greed. it. Yeah. So at the very bottom, yeah, there is uh, guilt, empathy, grief, fear. Then it goes desire, anger, pride, courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, peace to enlightenment. That's how high it goes. So when you're in the grief part, you're in. It's it's terrible. Okay, now continue on. <laughs> So you want to be somewhere in the middle Um, and doing the work that I do. It's important that I keep my vibration very high. Um, So with the grief, I was shocked at how quick my frequency dropped and how easily they were able to get in. I mean, not only did they come to me in dreams, they came to me when I'd be driving in the car, walking across the street. I would hear things like jump in front of that car, just drive your car off that cliff. You could be with your son right now. And I knew that was not me speaking. So those kind of things, I was able to discern that that was not me. And I had to reach out for help from my soul sisters because I could not do this alone. Anthony came to me. He actually entered my body. So he'd raise my frequency. With his light. He would raise it with the light. With his light. Okay. Mm -hmm. He told me he could help me raise my frequency, but he could not do this for me. This was my life lesson. It was part of our contract. I needed to stay here and the work that I needed to do. Um, So knowing all that was still so difficult as a human mother. You know, I understood this, but this is my child. You know, I've raised him for 27 years. We had a wonderful, close relationship, all of my children. You know, so to be in this low vibration shock, and then I was not sleeping. I was not eating. You know, I was barely functioning at a level to take care of my 11-year, my 10-year-old at the time. So it was like all these things were going on and my body shut down. So it was very easy for them to enter. Well, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because nobody talks about it. And what I want to say is if you know somebody or if you're in this position, go because your help, your friend helped you. She's an energy healer. Isn't that right, Terrianne? 
that, that's yes. what happened. And you went to an energy healer and she was able to balance your energy field, get rid of the entities. Talk to me. What did she do exactly when she did her? Yeah, session? all of it. There was actually some um, neurotransmitters that were off key, I guess, or not firing right is how she explained it. Okay. So she was able to go in through um, energy healing and actually get those neurotransmitters back aligned to where they needed to be. Right. Um, and then the grief that was in my physical heart, I was surprised at how much physical pain there was okay. from this emotional grief that I was feeling. I felt like somebody stabbed me in the chest. Right. You know, I could not breathe. I felt like somebody was sitting on my chest and he kept telling me, mom, your heart, you need to go see this one or that one. And you need to do energy healing and let me come in and let me help you. Right. Um, so that's how our journey began. And as I began doing that, then I was able to start functioning a little better. And even though I still had grief and I had bouts of grief that went back and forth, I wasn't free from the dark by any means at that point. It took me a while to get back to the light again. Right. I had to go through the process of healing all of this, you know, walking into those triggers consciously. I had a trigger from, you know, the officer ringing the doorbell and then the dog would bark. So that would send me right into that moment when the oh. officer would tell me that Anthony passed. Right. So that trigger was very intense for me. And so I had to walk consciously through that experience over and over again to desensitize myself to that, if that makes sense. No, it makes complete sense. And that's why I'm really glad you wrote this book and that you're coming on the show today, because a lot of people have this and they don't know what to do. And I think psychologists are fine to a certain degree, but I hate to, to say the spiritual people are, are really way ahead of these guys because we know how to, or a lot of them know how to balance their energy fields, just like you were saying, and teach you to bring the light back in. And they know how things really work. It's almost like a falsehood. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you go to a, if, if you would have went to a regular, like psychologist or something, they probably would have had a conversation, but they couldn't have balanced your energy fields. No, and they probably would have put me on some heavy-duty medication that would right. have made my symptoms a lot worse. Yeah, I just, you know, we have got to change the way that we operate and that we do things because, I mean, you telling me your story, what I think of are all the people who didn't have the benefit that you did of being a medium, being able to connect with him. Now, in the book, you tell everybody how they can connect with their loved ones, and I like that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. The first step is to go through your grief. Um, you know, it's really important to start to heal from this experience that you're experiencing, especially when you lose a child. Um, any loss is a loss. There's nothing that compensates for that. There's nothing that'll, you know, make this better. I, I love and cherish my relationship with him now the way it is, but you know, that doesn't compensate for the loss that I experience as a human mother, but right. everybody is intuitive. We are born intuitive beings. Right. We can neither see, feel, or hear, hear, you know, messages or just no messages. We are all born intuitive. So we all have that ability but we've been indoctrinated to believe that we're not that powerful. You know, we've been poisoned by chemicals and our pineal gland has been, you know, inundated with all this stuff. So, you know, as you start to clear and heal through the experience of energy healing or whatever method you use, um, you start to be able to be able to see, feel, or hear, or just know your loved one is with you. Right. You know, I can tell you that almost every client that has come to me, for a mediumship session has had some sort of paranormal experience with their loved one. And they either felt them through goosebumps or maybe a cold breeze, or they've 
felt like somebody was with them in their home. So they've all had these experiences. And so we're all very intuitive. And Anthony wants everybody to know that you have that connection. You know, it's my belief in the future, we won't need mediums. You know, everybody's going to be open to that ability. Yes, you and I are on the same page because that's exactly what I teach is to how to enhance your own abilities. And a lot of this is through meditation. And yes. uh, if you can just meditate or pray, if you're not into meditation, pray, connect with God. That's the biggest thing to do because there is a connection. Um, if you can just visualize, and I always tell everybody this, visualize the light coming down through your crown chakra and coming through your body, bring in the light. And that's what will help with a lot of um, healing. Yes, Tyrion? Absolutely. That light, doing that visualization practice, grounding in Mother Earth, um, because when you are very intuitive, we tend to be very much out here mm-hmm. outside of our bodies. So it's very important for us to ground into our physical body. The physical body is the densest part of all of our, our bodies, all of our energy bodies. Right. Um, and, and we forget to, to ground. Yeah, I agree with that. I forget to ground too sometimes. <laughs> and I get way out there. Um, one thing you talked about in the book, and I brought it up when I, I spoke with you on the phone yesterday, was Organite. Um, you said that you used a lot, and am I pronouncing that right? It's Organite, right? Organite? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my daughter gave me this. I'm holding it up. And she, they know I like rocks. I collect rocks. I, I collect crystals. I have it all, you know, and I'm into all my rocks and all my clearings. And I've got a lot of selenite. And you guys, I sage my house and the whole bit. Well, she gave me this for my birthday this year, and I thought, oh, it's just a cool pyramid with crystal in there. But talk to us about, and if you're watching me on YouTube, you guys, I'm holding it up. Tyrion, tell them what this is. Okay, so that is organite. It's man-made. Um, there are crystals in it, but there's also copper. Um, Ed is our bearded soul sister. He, is, he works with us, and he makes organite. Um, and so through organite, um, for some reason, I don't, I'm not exactly sure why it is, if it's the copper within it or if it's the chemical of everything together, but lower vibrational spirits that come in through your electronics or your Wi-Fi or things that way, they right. cannot get in if you have that with you. Right. Well, and I've got it on my desk, but now I'm going to get one for my car and I'm going to get one for my purse because this is something <laughs> that people can do. And I looked it up and it is, it's the, uh, it's the energy. One actually like... Uh, propels I think the other one and so it makes it so just like you said that the negative um, cannot come in and come around you and stuff so I think that's really interesting Um, so I'm really happy I have it on my desk but you taught me that in the book and I thought that was really cool hey we're getting ready to go to another commercial break when we come back let's talk about synchronicity because um, he talks about synchronicity in the book and I and and let's talk about how um, Anthony um, really inspired you to write this book okay Terry if that's okay Hey, listen, you guys, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Terri Ann Russell. Her book is called From Death to Life, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. 
where to even start. That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Urell. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Tyrion Russell. Tyrion, talk to us about, um, Anthony talks in the book about synchronicity. Um, And then he also talks about breaking from your cage. So those are two things I really wanted to touch on today. Um, Synchronicity. We all all have those, right? Is it time we attention or what? Yeah, it's time to start waking up, you know, pay attention to those synchronicities, the people that are in your life, the numbers that you see, you know, the things that show up for you. Um, If you're meditating and you get a message, people often think, I can't trust that. That, that, That's crazy. How am I supposed to do something like that? And it's funny because even with me knowing what I know, when Anthony wanted me to write this book, I was like, I can't write a book. I've never written a book. I don't know the first thing about writing a book. Um, And he was just like, trust me, Ma, you know, we're going to do this together. Yeah. Well, and that's, yeah. And I like that he talks about, he wanted to write a book and and he's helping you through it. So as you wrote the book, you would receive messages from him and you would include them in the book, things that he felt that were really important for humanity to know. Yes. One of his biggest messages is there is hope. Well, and what's he say about the COVID? Did you ask him, like you talk to him every day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's, he, what's he say about COVID-19 and what's he say about that situation? It's very interesting. It's a smoke screen for something very much deeper. What, you know, us have, as intuitives and psychics have been saying for eons, um, 2020 is the year of clear vision. Lots of things are going on. Um, it's the unraveling of the darkness, you know, um, human trafficking, um, just, it breaks my heart to hear all this stuff and to know it, but it needs to come to the surface. And that's what you're seeing right now. All this darkness is coming to the surface Um, and people are getting mad. They're finally getting mad. Right. And I talked about human trafficking last week on the show. And as you talk about it, God, yeah, I get chills. Well, yeah, because somebody has to say something and um, it's, it's going on. And so he's, that is something that he's talking about. That's going to come out in 2020 is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, As far as he also talks about um, taking your power back. And Mm -hmm. so can you address that a little bit for everybody? That is really key because, you know, as humans, we tend to be very fearful of, you know, we've been indoctrinated. I was raised very strict Catholic. Um, You had fear from the time you're born, you're a sinner, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I was raised with that belief that um, 
I'm not that powerful. You know, so I have this fear around all of this stuff. You are your power. When you fight the darkness, and that's what I am. I'm a spiritual warrior. I will tell you I've been a warrior in other lives. This life is no different. I've set this life up to have many obstacles to deter me from my path because of what I would needed to learn and expand from those. Um, So being a spiritual warrior, I get into my fighting stance you know, it took me a while to get there. <laughs> this right. was one of the deepest things that I've had to go through in my entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten to that point. I'm not afraid of the dark. You're not going to take me. You know, my mission and my purpose in this lifetime now is to shine that light and be a beacon for others to see so that we can do this all together and that we can live in a world. You know, when I tell people sometimes that what I see after this darkness is shown, we, we live in a beautiful world. Um, we will get there. Um, it's just going to take some time to go through that darkness. And I equate that through my journey with Anthony because I've had to go through this darkness to get to the light at the end of the tunnel to be able to be who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I think we all need to go within. And that's something each of us can do is go within and work on ourselves and bring in the light. If all of us could just take a few minutes in the morning and I'm just as guilty as this of if anybody and meditate and bring in the light. Um, you know, I try to bring in the light every day. There are days, you know, where you're like, oh, I've got to be somewhere and you don't take that time. But when you work on yourself and, and bring in the good energy, it really changes things for you. Absolutely. It gives you a whole, you know, when I do energy work, I'm not depleted. I feel like I can run a marathon. I just had this experience yesterday. I was doing a DNA activation and restructure with a client and I finished and I was like, I can run a marathon. I'm like, all hyped. I had all this energy, (laughs) you know? So it's like, it's amazing when you do your work, when you step into your power, you know, we must do our work. I'm one of those people that I tell my clients, I am down in the trenches with you. I've been there and I've had to do my work. So it's very important that you do your work. Right. Tyrion, tell us exactly what you do. So I'm a multidimensional healer and a medium. I'm a channel. Um, my first love is healing, you know, through the experience. I call my daughter the pre-shattering before Anthony. Um, that experience with her um, and being able to work with her and her soul on a soul level her higher self and and find out what her contracts were um, and why she came into this lifetime with all these medical issues, Mm -hmm. you know? um, So she's a star seed. She had a lot of stuff that she needed to clear when she came in. And that's one of the reasons she chose me is because of the work we'll be doing together. But so I do do a lot of multidimensional work. I channel many different beings from many different dimensions. Um, And, you know, being in this work, I've learned to discern there's also darker frequencies in the higher dimensions as well. Right. So it's important to be discerning of of who you're calling in and who you're working with. You really need to know what you're doing. So um, if someone calls you and they're living in another state, do you do it by Skype or can you heal over the phone or or on Zoom or how can you do it that way? Yes, absolutely. I do it all. I do. I can do it remotely. You don't have to even be on the computer. Some, some clients like to just set a time with me and and lay in their bed and I will do healing with them. Other clients like to see it face to face. Right. How do people get in touch with you, Tyrion? You can find me at sassysoulhealing.com. That's my website or sedonasoulsisters.com. Okay. That's wonderful. You know, one thing Anthony said in the book, and I've always believed this, he says, Ma, he calls you Ma. My kids call me Ma too. Ma, your body is equipped with all you need for healing to occur. 
He says, our bodies were, were designed to allow perfect guidance from your higher self. And I've always believed this, and I've always believed that we have the ability to heal ourselves. Can you address that a little bit? Absolutely. I think when you realize that you have that power, it sort of shifts your change in thought and your belief patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not only do we have our human self from this lifetime, but those past lifetimes we've talked about, right? The ancestral line runs very deep. Um, So I've read somewhere that as far back as 14 generations, that trauma can be carried to you now. Wow. So we are able to heal that through, um, energy healing, DNA activation, uh, restructuring of the DNA. There's lots of um, light codes coming in now from interdimensional beings. They're helping us as we're ascending to the fifth dimension here. They're um, helping us, yeah. They're helping us. They, they yeah. want to help us. This is all part of that contract. We are all one. Anthony's message is that we are all one. Right. We're all connected. We're all connected. We're definitely all connected. He also talks about healing with color, which I heal with color only because I know Patty Conklin and she's been on my show and she heals with color. So in the morning, I'm just throwing this out there. So the audience, I'm teaching you how to do something. So I always say, okay, God, what color do I need today? Because I run the white light through my crown chakra and I'll get whatever color I need intuitively. And you run that through. Have you dealt with that healing with color? Absolutely. And it, you can, it can even be as simple as the food you eat. If you hear yellow, you know, you may meet, eat more corn or squash that day or, you know, a yellow apple or something like that. So, you know, even healing with food, it's very right. natural for us. And I think that's really where our world is headed. Our world is going back to that simpler time yes. where we were able to heal ourselves yes. and we were able to teach ourselves and, and have all the things that we needed to be able to be our best self. What does Anthony say about time? I know, I know he talks about time. There is no time there. There's only time here <laughs> and we, we constrain ourselves by time. But as far as when, when does, is he, I know humanity's waking up right now. Does he think, see things getting better in 2021, 2022? Have you asked that question or can you ask him that question? Mm-hmm. I have asked him that question. Um, it's interesting because now we're almost at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been a very steadfast year. I mean, we are already almost in September. Um, it's gone very quickly. Right. Um, even with the COVID, a lot of people slowed down, but I was able to still, it's felt very quick to me. Um, but I have asked him and his information coming through was within the next few years. Um, it's going to still take some time for that darkness to rise. Um, you know, people are getting tired of that old stuff. So mm-hmm. it's going to take some time, but we will get there. You know, the light, it, it's been a battle of light and dark. This is nothing new. Right. You know, we've, we've lost our way as a humanity and we really need to get back to, I always say as an energy healer. So when I meet you, I'm looking at your heart space. I'm not looking at who you are, Nancy, as, as the person or who you portray yourself to be. I'm Mm -hmm. connecting with your heart space. Mm -hmm. And if we can teach people to live from their heart space Mm -hmm. and and look at somebody for what they truly are on a soul level, I believe that you could never hurt anybody. You would never be able to kill anybody or maim anybody. You know, you'd be able to see that person for who they are on a soul level if you can change your from your head to your heart think with your heart not with your head right absolutely yeah and they always say if you ask a question of and i always put my hands on my heart and if i ask the question on my heart i always get the right answer because your body doesn't lie 
Yeah. Yeah. We have a visceral effect, you know, whether we get goosebumps or, or sometimes I take a deep breath of sigh in and I can, I know that's resonating with me. If I hold a crystal, when I usually buy a crystal baby, I'm usually holding it to my heart to see if it resonates with Um, me. Um, So it's just, yeah, it's like your body knows intuitively what you need and that crystal is no different. Right. And if you don't do it, this is what I found out. And I want you to address this really quick before we go to commercial break. But if you don't follow the signs and you don't pay attention to the synchronicities and you don't pay attention to your intuition, I mean, it really upsets the, the apple cart, doesn't it? Makes your life a lot harder. Yeah. You had a near death experience. I read in the book. And I want to talk about that when we come back, you guys. Is that okay? Okay, cool. Hey, you guys, I'm here today with Tyrion Russell. Her book is From Death to Life. If you're watching me on YouTube, we can pick this up on Amazon, I'm sure, Tyrion. Um, This is Nancy Hurrell. Yes? Yeah, we can pick it up on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, yeah. Okay, you guys, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with The High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website at nancyyearout.com to sign up for her online classes or to book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive.
We want to thank you so much for listening to the show. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Urell. This is High Road to Humanity. And we're back here today with Terry Ann Russell. Terry Ann, you had a near-death experience. Man, you've had some stuff. I have. Wow. Talk to me. Do you mind telling us what happened? Not at all. It was a life changer for me. Um, I was very sick. I had a upper respiratory infection. Um, I was on Benadryl and about two weeks prior, I had a premonition that I was going to go into cardiac arrest. And I told my husband and he sort of like shrugged it off as if I was being overly dramatic, you know, okay. And I was like, really, you need to watch me. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Um, And so I'm getting chills again, but um, so I was very sick. Um, Our daughter had been sick too. So we had like a baby dose of albuterol and he gave it to me. And the second I sucked that albuterol in, my heart started to pound out of my chest. And the near-death experience was different than the premonition. In the premonition, I hung around the room. I was floating above so I can see what was going on. In the near-death experience, I left the room and I was out in the universe. I was far away. But I was still able to see. So when I came back which I don't know how long it was, but it was, it felt like it was not long at all. Um, I was able to describe everything, how the paramedics were, you know, working on me. My family was upset and crying. I could describe everything that was happening. And so that experience, after that experience, my life became very choreographed. I was guided to Sedona. And as you said, I was sitting on a mountain meditating and I was directed to the Sedona Soul Sisters a year before Anthony would pass. And so all of these things um, were choreographed for me to follow this path more clearly than ever. It It was now or never. Right. No, I think that's amazing. I always say that about this show. I have people like you who come here and tell the audience their story. And each week, it's interesting. Uh, we learn so much from, from everybody. And everybody everybody's unique. Everybody has a unique healing ability. And it's really amazing um, to meet with people like you um, every week on the high road because we do learn so much. You know, you write in the book, energy healing and writing are the best Terry Ann says, energy healing and writing are the two best ways I have learned to work through your grief. Talk about that a little. Yeah, energy healing was very important for me to get that physical out of my body, the heaviness that I was feeling in my heart space and my heart. Um, The writing was very cathartic for me. I mean, I want people to understand, I I didn't go into this willingly. You know, I, at that time, I think I began writing about four months after his death. Mm -hmm. And did he he want you to, like, did he come to you? I don't mean to interrupt you, but did he come to you and say, mom, write this book? Yeah, he would bang the bed. Mom, get up and write this book. (laughs) (laughs) Why get to the light? Stay in the light, mom. You have got to stay in the light. He could not stress enough to me how important it was for me to stay in the light and write this book. And as I began writing it, it became very cathartic for me. I was, you know, he, he speaks with these huge words like arduous and subjugated. And I didn't even know what these words meant. I had to go look them up because I was like, I don't even know what you're saying. I just wrote down what he was saying. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. So it was very interesting. 
what messages has he brought through to you that were the most surprising to you? I think the most surprising, well, the first message was that he's not dead. He's never been dead. He's in another dimension, another realm, he, but he's right here, able to be right here. The mm -hmm. other message he brought through that was shocking to me was Dr. Sidney Brenner um, was going to be part of our, our next book that I'm starting to write now. And Dr. Sidney Brenner, for those of you who don't know, is a world-renowned physicist and he works with DNA. I did not know any of this at the time when he said, Ma, we're going to work with Dr. Sidney Brenner and we're going to uplift humanity and we're going to be able to be able to manipulate DNA and change it. And I was like, this is crazy. I can't believe it. Let me go look this up. Well, I know. And I read this in your book. So what will you do exactly? You'll be doing like surgery on people, right? Is that correct? It's almost like a psychic surgery. It's a lot of visualization that goes on. We okay. are able to heal ourselves. We are right. able to. I know. Thank you for it. talking about this. Cause it's true. Cause I think people can stay younger. You can do whatever you want as long as you put your mind to it and you believe. Yes. Yes, and as a theta healer, so I also do theta healing, I actually go into a person's physical body. Right. I leave my body and go in through your crown chakra and go in your body with creator. Creator is actually doing that work. Right. Um, so me, I'm just witnessing that work at the time, but I've seen creator shrink tumors. I've had a client that had a like tumor in their stomach, and they shrank that tumor down. It was not even noticeable on an ultrasound afterwards so things like this it's like you cannot make this up my daughter's healing her miraculous healing and she's not the only one you mm. know with her her um blood transfusions you what know her doctors are astounded they're like what are you doing and i'm like energy healing energy healing right now here's the thing we're going to surpass scientists i believe or maybe we'll come together maybe we'll just come together and and the scientific and the spiritual community will finally come together and work as one wouldn't that be fantastic you know absolutely but, well and Here's the thing. We do have the ability to heal ourselves. And I want to bring this up. We've only got maybe five minutes left on the show, but it's really a big thing for me to, un to let people understand that we do have this ability that um, we are starting to learn how to do this kind of stuff. And there are people out there like you who can help us do it. Absolutely. There's, you know, when you get into the world of manifestation, the law of attraction, the law of seeding, you know, all of these things, we're not taught, you know, we're, we're not taught to, why do you think, why do you think, why do you think they held this back from us that we're, we're so powerful, but we as a society, as humanity has been held down. Why? What, what does, what does uh, Anthony say about that? Why have we been held back like this? It's control, greed. They want to control us. If they can control us, they have all the cards. I truly believe the top 1% runs this country, this right. world. There's no doubt in my mind that, that that is all the darkness that's coming. Come, they don't want you to be powerful. If you're powerful, you're going to say, why would I do that? I'm not going to do that. Like me, I'm like, I'm not getting no vaccine. You're going to take me kicking and screaming before I get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. I am with you know, you so it's like they don't want people like me speaking. They want the people that will follow them and say, yes, please give me the vaccine. But Anthony sees and I feel and you feel that humanity is waking up and people are starting to pay attention. And we are defeating the dark because the light always wins. Yes, it does. It always wins. It's going to be a fight, though, isn't it, over the next few years? It is. 
But I think we're ready for it. It's some of the things we've all been preparing for. We have all contracted to come in at this time or like Anthony leave at this time to support us from the other side where he is during this time of, of 2020 and clear vision. Okay. What other messages has he brought in that you'd like to share with us um, where we've got some time here, Tarian? You can still have a relationship with your loved one who has passed in the physical. So they may not be in the physical, um, but him and I have a tremendous relationship. He shows me things that still blow my mind, um, that we still enjoy the same things together, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, so we like enjoyed Thai food and my husband and I were in Vegas and we were looking for a lunch place to eat at. And the first thing that popped up on my Yelp was Ant Thai food. And I was like, all right, I'm going. So we can still enjoy that that experience together. The camaraderie, right. Yeah, it's a different experience and it's something that takes time getting used to. But he's with me everywhere that I am. Right. Now, as you've been going on radio shows and promoting the book and doing all this kind of work, what has been your biggest aha moment? Have you had really good reception from other parents who've lost children or what, what has been? I have. My business has shifted tremendously. I'm seeing a lot more people who are waking up and a lot more people who have lost children um, than I ever have before in my business. Okay. So that's really been a big uh, I'm a able big to change. understand, yeah. A big change. Well, because they knew that you could you could relate because you've been through it yourself. And until you've gone through something yourself, it's hard to relate. I understand that. Um, you know, I so if if somebody wants to go ahead and, and have a session with you, give us your information again. How do they find you? Well, you can find me on www.sassysoulhealing.com or www.sedonasoulsisters.com. And I do online or in-person sessions. Also, I'm all over Facebook and and (laughs) you can find me. I'm I'm easy to find. You're easy to find. Okay. And tell me really quickly about the next book. You said you've already started it. This is something you and Anthony are working on. Um, What is it? It's actually right now, it's titled Life After Death. So the life that we share now after death. Okay. All right. So So it's a totally new experience with new energy. And I just posted today about new beings that are coming in to support me. You know, as as up level and shifted, Anthony has up level and shifted as well. So our souls are intertwined and we've made this miraculous shift through this 2020 now. So that, okay. So he's able to, and I read that in the book too, where he brought angels in and he brought beings in to help you um, get your light back. And I just thought that was amazing. And so our loved ones on the other side really have a lot of um, capability to help us if we let them. If we let them, it's up to us. It is our free will, whether we choose to or not. I could have, as Terry Ann chose not to follow what he was telling me, but I would never, ever not follow what he was telling me. You know, I trust him with my, he saved my life numerous times, not just on one occasion, but numerous times. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you for coming and telling us your story. I mean, Terry Ann, it's been a pleasure. I I hope you'll come back. I hope you come back with the next book so we can talk about that one. You guys, her book is called From Death to Life. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm holding it up. It's the incredible true story of Anthony Joseph by Terry Ann Russell. So Terry, thanks again. Terry Ann. Thank you you so much, Nancy. 
Oh, you're welcome. And this is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next week. Have a great week. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week, and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. Yeah.